This week in We Need to Talk, we have in and of itself, Real Housewives Challenge, Demi Lovato, and did you fall for Michael Strahan's April Fool's joke? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Cheers. Good morning. Welcome back. Oh, so glad to see you. I missed you. I missed you too. I had such a big week. Oh my gosh. It looked fabulous. So I'm raising my champagne this morning because my sister got engaged. Yeah. Yes. So that's why I took a little hiatus from the podcast because there was big news in the family and my sister got engaged. So cheers to my sister and her new fiance. Isn't that fiance. a crazy word? Love <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm so one happy minute, for them. One minute your boyfriend, girlfriend, next minute your fiance. Love it. I was so happy to hear the news. So happy. Some good news in the COVID world. Yes. Some good champagne, some good news. So now, I don't know, it's marriage or mortgage. Not sure. (laughs) Well, you know how we both feel for the most part. (laughs) Love a good party, but house is a house. (laughs) In this Italian family, she doesn't have a choice. It's definitely marriage. (laughs) So I hope everyone had a good Easter, a good Passover. I was going to drink some Manischewitz for some post-Passover but that's, first of all, it's gross. And I was going to say, all, you'd get sick during the podcast and vomit. <laughs> second of all, champagne to toast my sister was much better. Yes. We don't need your palate to go that route. <laughs> Especially after coming from Napa and drinking such delicious wine. Yeah. You know, I was on the plane and, you know, I love a good plane movie. Who doesn't? I know. And so I never know like what I'm watching, what I'm not watching. But I watched this movie, which I think that you saw and you told me about. But I had no recollection until after that I think we spoke about it. What movie was it? The Art of Racing in the Rain. (laughs) That's mine and Rich's favorite book of all time. Right. And the movie was incredible. It was so incredibly done right to the book. And they they cast Milo Ventimiglia, perfect casting. The dog's incredible. And did you cry on the plane? I was bawling. First of all... (laughs) First of all, I had just cried the entire trip. (laughs) So the last thing I needed on the plane ride back was to be crying some more. This was so good. So good. So good. I recommend that if people have not seen The Art of Racing in the Rain. Oh, so good. I loved it. (laughs) For anybody that doesn't know it, I don't want to give a lot of of the story away, but it's told from the dog's point of view. It's about, yes. a, you know, family drama around racing and, and everything, but it's told from the perspective of the dog. And Kevin Costner, I believe, is the voice. Yes. And it's just an amazing movie. But I actually bought Rich the book signed by the author for a gift because it's his favorite book of all time. Oh, it really And we're not readers, <laughs> so that's a big deal. I mean, this was better than the average. I mean, again, I love a good plane movie, but better than the average plane movie. Yes. So I recommend that. Speaking of Milo, which who? I mean, he's just so good. This is Us. So I just read that, well, first of all, the next episode of This Is Us isn't dropping till 4-6. Right. That's all because of COVID and stuff. Yeah, which I get it. It's been a little torturous, I have to say. Last episode with the uncle was such a good episode. That was a, I think that was one of the best episodes of the year. I loved that episode. And so now waiting for the next one is a little bit annoying. And then I just read that next season, which is season six, will be the last season. Yeah. 
I mean, I always knew that. I think that NBC asked them to do more when the numbers were bigger, but I think that, I forgot the guy's name who invented the show, but he had always kind of had it laid out and outlined for a specific beginning, middle, and end. So it was always supposed to be six seasons, I believe. I mean, shit, they got a lot to do. Yeah. They got a lot to do. I got so many questions. They have a lot to wrap up. I don't know how they're going to do it. When I first was pitched the show when I was still in my old role, they told me (laughs) that Chrissy Metz was going to have gastric bypass and throughout the show, she was going to end up losing weight. So I don't think that's happening anymore. And they're definitely not going to get it done by next season if that was even true. Maybe they lied. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like there's so much to wrap up, but I mean, I guess. If anybody knows how to do it right, it's that show. I think the whole flash forward, flash backward, they're the only ones that really, really do it well. Agree. We've said so, that before. Yeah. That's true. So if, they, if anybody can get it done in another season, I think that they can. So it's been a little bit of a slow time, but I did watch, and I know you did also, because I saw that you even posted about it, In and of Itself, which is on Hulu. Okay. So- To date, (laughs) since our last big list of best shows of 2020, we've been really struggling with some picks. I love when we get on this show and we say, we have a must-see. And the first must-see was The One. That was our first, oh my gosh, people, everybody should watch The One. Which, by the way, nobody's watching. People, you should watch it. I have no idea where I found out about in and of itself. I think I'm on the pulse, not as much as your husband, but I think I'm on the pulse of things. I never even heard of this when it was in New York. Uh, and I for, the, for the listeners, I don't want us to give anything away about this. And it's not a show. It's just a 90 minute special. I'll call it that. Right. Yes. And what I've been telling everybody, because I do think this is a must see of 2021. But what I do tell people is don't Google it. Pay attention. Don't be on your phone. And watch till the very end because there's a lot to take in and it is I don't I don't know what you would call this other than a special. What would you call this? Well, Without I giving did, it away. I'm not giving it away. I did know about his Broadway stint. I think he did over 70 shows. Performed 500 times. It's been a long time. I mean, I've so never I heard of know it. that. I've, I have heard of it. And I don't know. He's I guess he's half medium and half magician and that's what he is but this and was also told in like a story-like way yeah that's so part. you're not sure what you're watching that's part of what he does it's like okay. broken into different parts okay and i guess this special that hulu put together takes different shows right a couple a bunch yes. of different shows and combines them into one 90 minute show so that you get a feel for it at home i do think that it was when you say don't put your phone on, they say that in the beginning because that's what they say at the show. It makes you feel like you're at the theater again. Right. I kind thought it was cool. done so well. And also they edited in so many celebrities that I guess had attended. Yes. So that was kind of cool. And I, again, I don't want to give anything away, but there's so much I wanted to talk about with the uh, end and stuff, but I don't want to do it because I really, okay, so people, the one and in and of itself on Hulu is our so far are our two must-sees of 2021. Do you agree? I, I, okay. I definitely agree with the one. I enjoyed in and of itself. I mean, again, it's 90 minutes, so it's not a series. I don't know exactly how I feel about it, 
I wasn't as taken away okay. but, uh, that you were. In the words of you, you are bugging. <laughs> I like it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed some parts more than others. So again, not giving anything away. He breaks it into like, I think it's three different parts. Yeah. Like you had mentioned the story. Some parts are more of like the magician part. Some parts are more the medium part. I mean, I love a good magician. So that's always, I'm always mesmerized by that. And I, I also like the medium part. The story part. All right. Okay. <sighs> But I mean, I know you enjoyed it and I'm sure- I didn't just our, enjoy it. I'm obsessed with it. I'm sure our audience will too. So I think it's worth the 90 minutes to have the conversation. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you think yes. it's a fake? You know, what is it? Okay, right. so listeners, watch it and then get back to us and tell us, is she bugging or am I bugging? It's not drop the mic worthy. So I, I don't think I'm bugging. it was drop the mic worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I totally was like, what am I watching? I know. You were like mesmerized. Drop the mic. <laughs> Real Housewives of New Jersey. Drop the mic. Okay. Oh, this season but, is out of control. I don't even want to go into it. It's just so crazy. I have a couple of thoughts. One thought is those poor neighbors in Tom's River. <laughs> That's, and then my, my second thought is after coming from a trip of just drinking wine and eating cheese. These people are wasting good wine and good cheese. <laughs> there was a lot of cheese thrown this week. That's for sure. Did you see oh, how much cheese they wasted? That's, <laughs> that is a shame. It's a shame. A lot of food went to waste and that food looked good. I do agree with you that I am enjoying this season. Big time. It, yeah, it's getting juicy. And I also watched, and this I recommend, if you're a reality TV show person, which we are. Annie Cohen has a show on E, right, right? on E, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. called The Story of Reality TV. Yes, seven episodes. Seven episodes. I don't think I've seen all seven, to be honest. No, no, no. They, they're dropping one a week. Oh, oh, okay. We've only like, seen two so far. Okay, good. So I we have five more to go. You know what I enjoyed about it? There's a moment where you, you think to yourself, boy, these poor producers and what they go through while putting together these shows. Right. We really are getting a lot of insight into what it takes to put these on. I know that they're not that expensive to produce, but there's a lot of behind the scenes craziness going on all the time. And there's so many of these shows. It doesn't just talk about reality housewives, which I like also. It talks about all different types of reality shows. Right. It's pretty much the history of reality TV. And it's reminded me of way too much TV that I've watched because I've pretty much watched almost everything they've shown so far, which is scary. I know. But there's so many I forgot about. I mean, Breaking Bonaduce, totally forgot I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was, that's intentional. My brain blocked it out. There's so many shows. Yeah, it's really good. It's on E. It's quick. I love Andy Cohen, but I also love reality TV. And so you know, the behind the scenes part of the reality TV is great. And then yeah. he does a few interviews with some of the people, which I also enjoy. Some of them are looking at their casting tapes, which I find hilarious. Oh my it's gosh. Been so, so many years. Yeah. And how different people look. Oh my gosh. So great. incredible. Okay. Well, well, if you haven't had your TJ full, <laughs> Phil, uh, full, I am never full of TJ. If you haven't had your TJ Phil yet, Oh my Lord. So we need to talk not only challenge, but really we need to talk all-stars. I need to understand when they filmed all-stars because TJ looks totally different in all-stars than he looks in double agents. His hair is different. He's obviously much tanner. 
he looks totally different to me. I don't know if I thought he looked different, but Anissa is in both. Both. So, and she looks totally different. How could she have? I mean, she already had gotten kicked out, I guess. I don't know. She, I thought she was wearing a wig. I, I know. <laughs> she was in disguise. I had no idea. It was so good. It was great. You know, okay, Anissa must be exhausted. She I has sh- to be exhausted. I'm not sure exactly how old she is, but she's got to be in her 40s. And the stuff that she puts her body through is just incredible. I guess being on the challenge is her full-time job, right? Wow. That's all she does. And if it is her full-time job, maybe she should do a little bit more work. I don't know. I, like, I love it, Nisa. <laughs> I love I was- her, but I think she could do much better if she uh, did a little bit more work. I was happy to see her on the All-Stars. And there was a moment when watching the All-Stars that I just started crying laughing. There were so many medics. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're all so much older. They're all getting penalties. And they're, they're just old now. So they're like, we can't do this stuff. I think TJ, if he got rid of that bullhorn, he had like a timer. I wanted to know how long <laughs> that took. It had to be hours. Okay, you know what? We need to change the name of bullhorn because it's not a bullhorn. It's like a baby horn. I mean, I am so obsessed with that stupid horn and how he's all about the horn. And then it's like, beep. Oh, but I laughed and I'm, I think the all source is going to be great. It's just hilarious because they are old and broken and they can't do anything. Do, do you see, you know how we make fun of the regular ones that they're always working out. These guys aren't going to lift a finger. (laughs) They enjoyed their party big time. They had no desire to jump on any of the equipment. (laughs) Oh, anyway, the challenge all stars is on Paramount plus and I'm just laughing. I mean, listen, I think it's great and I've never watched the challenge. So you don't even need to know who these people are. If you are an MTV person, there's so many that I recognized and I was shocked. I didn't really recognize as many, but I know you watched all of those shows. Yeah. And then we are getting, we are getting to TJ's final. Okay. I thought TJ's final. (laughs) I think everybody thought, including the players, that the final was happening this week. They're down to 10. They're like, well, we should be starting the final. And he's like, not so much. They're waiting for him to say it. (laughs) I'm waiting for him to say it. We are getting to the final. So I guess we'd have to ask Brother Paul. They never know when the final is going to start. Is that the case? I'm assuming because they're all waiting for him to say it. They all thought it was this week. (laughs) So good. So good. So I'm looking forward to the final and I'm looking forward more All-Stars. Me too. I love the All-Stars. Oh, so good. Well... I will say this, and this is sad, but I, it was sad, but I have a lot of thoughts about it. I, I did watch, and we need to talk about Demi Lovato's documentary. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Four parts, three parts have dropped. It's total four parts? Yeah. Okay, so we have one more part to watch. I watched the three that dropped, and I was following her story right? as we all were following her story. like We knew she was hospitalized. There's a, there's a lot we didn't know. So much I didn't know agree. And I feel like there's just been so much. I can't believe how much damage she has. Yeah. And I thought it was crazy that you were watching her perform literally the day before she was hospitalized. And then the appreciation I have of watching her even at the Super Bowl now, after seeing everything she's went through. Yeah. After watching the documentary, I do think that she can help people. Sometimes you say that. And no, I see think she definitely can. Yeah, you see the kids at the concert and crying and thinking oh, she's an inspiration, but I really do think she can help people. 
I do too. There's just so much there. I mean, she's not just a drug addict. She's got food issues. She's got cutting issues. And I think what I don't understand, and maybe it's just the way it is, she has so many people working hard to keep her on track and to keep her okay. And even with all those people around and all the people on staff, she still ended up overdosing and in the hospital. There's cameras everywhere. There's security everywhere. Like She obviously was a master at hiding and keeping really her true self from all those people. And, you know, I know that Scooter Braun gets a lot of shit, but I did not realize that he took her on as a client after all of her drama. I thought she was always one of his clients. I really didn't realize. And I give him credit because keeping Justin okay is probably a full-time job. And he's got so many people in his client base. And a lot of them are heavy-duty work. So, you know, Taylor Swift hates Scooter, whatever. But I give Scooter Braun a real thumbs up. I'm a huge Scooter fan. And I really think that Demi Lovato wouldn't be where she is right now if his team didn't step in. Yeah, I had no idea about the whole Scooter Braun situation. I, I, it was a huge eye-opener for me. That guy's got a full fucking plate now. <laughs> I know. I mean, seriously. And I think that one of the things I liked about what she said is that, and this is different from what I've seen, like the Britney documentary, she actually appreciates and thanks her team. Oh, yeah. Like she Big has, time. She has nothing but gratitude and love for everybody on her team. The people before Scooter, yep. now Scooter, security. So- I thought that was good because even though she's in the young star and the same thing with the paparazzi, it wasn't really about that. No. Yeah. And what I thought was really, I guess, a testament to her is that none of them wanted to ever give up on her. None of them. They have all stuck by her. Some of them have lost money because of her. They've lost business because of her. And yet they're all still so supportive, so right there for her. And that is a testament, I guess, to her gratitude and graciousness for them sticking around. So it was just amazing. I'm a little baffled because she does have parents that care. I mean, obviously her mom's been through a lot. Her sisters have been through a lot. The stepfather's very supportive. There's just so much support. And yet through it all, she still really struggles, which is, you know what, it's good to see that because I think so many kids, especially, probably do come from good families and still struggle. So I think showing that the struggle is real, showing you can get through it, and then it takes hard work. I just, I don't know. I have a whole new respect for her. Yeah, I felt the same way. And I really think she could reach a lot of people. And so I'm looking forward to the last part. It's on YouTube. Four parts, three have already dropped. So I recommend Demi Lovato. Yeah, really good. She, she kicked ass at the Super Bowl. And now I feel it. Yeah. I've watched it ever since I was watching the documentary and realized all this. I've watched that Super Bowl performance and her Grammy performance over. Yeah. And just, you know, you, you look at it with whole new perspective. So good. Okay. So there's a new show that came out on Netflix. And I watched the first episode. So I feel like we need to talk about watch it or drop it. And it's made for love. Do it's I H- drop it or do I watch it? Okay, oh, it's, it's HBO. HBO. Yeah, HBO Max. So the way that HBO is dropping it is interesting. They've dropped three episodes. Then this week they're dropping three episodes. And then the following week too. And that's it. Here's the thing. I honestly would say to you, don't bother. I will probably finish it only because... I don't even know what I think, but it's so weird. The whole thing's so weird. What did you think about the first episode? Well, it's sci-fi. It has the sci-fi feel again. And 
it's kind of like you're married to Jeff Bezos. I, that's what I was thinking. Like you're married to some mogul. Yes. Who is manipulating your head. So they implant this thing in her skull. So it, the girl right. is Christina Milati, who was the mom in How I Met Your Mother. She was also in that movie Palm Springs, and I loved yes, it. Yes, yes. And in, for some reason, and I'm, I, I, I don't want this to sound mean, her eyeballs are so oh big. Oh, my God. Yeah, please, it's, it's a holy week. I know, but they're, they, they zoom in on her face so much. Can we and get she's got the, these giant eyeballs. Can you get to the story of what okay. it's about? So she, we, we're not sure why, but she married this billionaire tech guy, and he's obsessed with, if you're married, that your brains are melded together. So he's implanted this thing in her head. He can watch everything she does. He knows her emotional status. He knows how she feels about the sex they're having. There's no way to hide anything from your partner. So it's like being married to Jeff Bezos. There's no way to hide anything from Amazon. They know more about me than anyone. It's the same yeah. concept. It's me trying to divorce Amazon. She's trying to get a divorce and she can't. I mean, listen, it's short episodes. I think they're like 29 minutes. In episode one, do you see her father? Yes. Okay, her father's Ray Romano. Which is great. I love Ray Romano. That and was this role is so fun for him in that he's, his partner is a blow-up doll named Diane. <laughs> yes. That, that part happened. I like. <laughs> so watch it or skip it. I, I'm not going to put our reputation on the line, and I don't want anybody to say I'm bugging. So I'm going to say skip it. But if you feel like watching it, that's your problem. Well, I watched the first episode. I may tune into the second episode. I also was not sure what I thought. But I do enjoy her, and then Ray Romano was a fun surprise because I and didn't know the eyeball know situation gets worse and oh worse as the episodes God. progress. The Please. eyeballs are huge. All right. Let's talk about in the news. <laughs> so bad news. Well, good news and bad news. Good news is Bethany finally gets divorced from Jason. Eight years. Bethany Frankel finally is granted her eight long year divorce. Yeah. Jason Hoppy is a pain in the ass. You wouldn't think we'd celebrate that news, but she's been through so much shit. Eight years to get divorced. It's very exciting. It's so sad that we started off the show hosting <laughs> my sister, and now we're happy about the divorce. But she's been tortured. She's engaged, right? Same day. Same day that her divorce was final, she got engaged to Paul Burnon. He's a producer and a businessman, whatever shit. I think she's been with him like close to two years, off and on, but back on for quite some time. She seems pretty happy. The Rock is nice. You know, all good. I'm, I'm happy for her. She's been through a lot. An eight-year divorce has got to be so stressful. So I'm happy. I can only imagine what the lawyer bills are for that divorce. Well, she just signed a sweet deal with the her podcast company. So please. She's oh fine. yeah. She's fine. And she sold her company. What? 70 mil. Yeah, please. She's, she's good. Yeah. All right. Bad news is there is no more hot Duke on Bridgerton. No. And people are flipping out, flipping out. I did not read the books, but when you and I talked about the show, each book is about an individual love story of that family. So we were hoping the Duke would come back in some way, but obviously that's just not the structure and also, the Duke's got big plans. Right. So he would be on the show, right? He'd still be the Duke, but the focus wouldn't be on he him. Would, like he would was. have a very small part. Right. And so if you're going to be James Bond, you can't yeah. be the Duke. Hello? 
You it's can't a big be, deal. Yeah. You have to be James Bond. Go be James. Go be James. Go have your martini, man. Well, I'm yeah. happy for him. I know people are flipping out. I'm sure that Shondaland people will make sure that the rest of Bridgerton is as delicious as the first season was, but people are literally losing their mind that the Duke is not in the next season. Well, they'll watch him as James Bond. I will. For years and years and years yeah, to he'll come. He'll be it forever. Oh my gosh, he'll be such a good James Bond. So April Fool's passed, right? We're post-April Fool's. And so there was some good, I think, April Fool's jokes out there. What were the good ones? Why? What do you mean? You didn't think Michael Strahan was a good April Fool's joke? Here's the thing about April Fool's. (laughs) If you're going to do an April Fool's joke, it's got to be on April 1st. You can't start your April Fool's joke on March 30th. That's not what, it's not March 30th Fool's. It's April Fool's. He wanted to build the anticipation. Yeah. First of all, there's so many interviews about his gap <laughs> that there's no way anybody would believe it, especially if it's near April Fool's. I knew from minute one, there's no way. Oh, you're so smart. You <laughs> can get one past you. <laughs> no. I wasn't even thinking April Fool's, to be honest with you, but I was thinking that's his thing. He can't that's get his rid thing. of the gap. Totally. He's there was known an- for that. There was an interview with the dentist, his, his real dentist, and his real dentist said, even if he asked me, I would never do it. <laughs> but my favorite was not Michael Strahan as much as I love him. My favorite was Tiffany's. Did you see their April Fool's? No. Oh, my God. Tiffany's the store? I, yes. I should have done it, and I should have just done it and made you believe it. But I thought you would have saw it because you're on the pulse there. I'm not about Tiffany. I'm not on the pulse about Tiffany's. So Tiffany's marketed that they changed their color, Tiffany yellow. All of these boxes and it's all yellow. It's like big bird yellow, like really shocking oh yellow. Oh my God, that's and brilliant. They were getting crazy, crazy comments on social media. People were flipping out. And then they said, April Fool's. That is brilliant. Marketing genius. I love a good marketing genius thing. I See? love it. That it's- is brilliant. I can't believe I missed it. Uh-huh. And the other news- Guess, guess I- who doesn't get targeted Tiffany ads? <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah, you're not Rich Cuba, no targeting not, of the Tiffany ad. There must be something de- wrong. <laughs> you're not DMing Tiffany's. No. Another thing, I felt like it was April Fool's. It was like the poor Mets can't start their games. <laughs> when is opening day? <laughs> April Fool's again. Yeah, so it's opening week, let's call it. That's exciting. I'm We'd just love- really mad about opening day for the Yankees because I took this prop bet that the first home run would be, and I took Stanton. Okay, probably not the greatest idea, but the fact that freaking stupid-ass Gary Sanchez is the one that hits the first home run for the Yankees made me so mad, and we lose the game. I know, but listen. I love baseball, though. I, I know baseball people don't like it. Back. I love baseball so much. Good to see people in the stands. Yes. Excited to see the Mets play when they're home opener. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> so it's all good. I, I'm just hoping that what happened with the Mets and the Nationals is not like foreshadowing of what's going to happen where these teams can't get their games in. Get if, those suckers it, vaccinated, people. I'm going to hold up my champagne to the start of baseball. We love baseball. Yay. There is some bad news in the – I just toasted to baseball. What's I know, but news? I want to make sure that our beloved kingdom, the show Kingdom, is leaving Netflix at the end of April. And I'm really upset about that. So people, if you haven't watched Kingdom yet, you only have a short window to get it done. So please 
get it done. Right now, I don't know where it's going to end up. I'm sure it'll be somewhere, but the fact that it's not going to be on Netflix, and obviously, if it's not going to be on Netflix, we're not going to get a season four. Totally bummed. I did watch the Frank Grillo movie on Hulu, Boss Level, which was so good. Kingdom's Kingdom, and I really am bummed that it's leaving Netflix, so bad news on that. All right, that is bad news. All right, what do you got for me at the end? I have a game in the excitement of the engagement. Oh, engagement, excitement, yes. We're three truths and a lie. So I did for that, I picked a few couples that are engaged, but only one is married. So you have to figure out which couple is married in this list. Wow, okay. Okay. Oprah and Stedman, Allison Brie and Dave Franco, Lauren Graham and Peter Krause, or Ryan Gosling and, and Eva Mendez. So one of those couples is actually married. The rest are engaged. What was my second one? You have Oprah and Stedman, mm-hmm. Allison Brie and Dave Franco, Lauren Graham and Peter Krause, or Krause, whatever, however, I'm not sure, Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez. This is a good one. I know. I am going to go with, is Ryan married? I don't know if Ryan's married. I'm going to go with Allison being married. You are correct. Yes! Yes! (laughs) You want to know why? Because I knew Oprah and Lauren, but I did not know if Ryan could have gotten married. Because they've been engaged a long time. Forever. Yeah. I was like, maybe they slipped the marriage in under the radar. <laughs> I missed it. Marriage or mortgage? What are they doing? Those people? <laughs> I think most of them have chosen mortgage. <laughs> exactly. All right. Cheers. Cheers to my sister. Cheers to being back. Have a good week. Have a good week. Love, Love you. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, we need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast. And Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, Check us out on any of your podcast platforms. Rank us, leave a review. Thanks.